0: It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Thank you, Vice Mayor. I would like to nominate Representative Justin Jones. (laughs) Ayes 36... That's the sound of the Nashville Metropolitan Council voting unanimously Monday to reinstate Justin Jones. He's one of the two black Democrats expelled last week from the Republican-led Tennessee House after they participated in a gun control protest on the House floor following that deadly mass shooting at Covenant School in Nashville. Well, Jones was sworn back into his seat late Monday afternoon, on the steps of the state capitol. Justin Pearson, the other man removed, represents Memphis. He's expected to be reinstated by the Shelby County Commission when they vote on Wednesday. The motion to expel a third Democrat, State Representative Gloria Johnson, failed. When asked what the difference was, she thought maybe it had something to do with the fact that she's a 60-year-old white woman and Pearson and Jones were young black men. Go figure. Justin Jones spoke from the steps of the Capitol where he was sworn back in on Monday afternoon. Today, we're sending a resounding message that democracy will not be killed in the comfort of silence. Today, we send a clear message to Speaker Cameron Sexton that the people will not allow his crimes against democracy to happen without challenge. Special elections will be held to fill those seats permanently. Both Jones and Pearson have said they will run. So the mass shooting they were protesting happened just over a week ago. So, of course, it was time for another one yesterday, right? This time, a man with a rifle shot and killed five co-workers at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky. Eight others were wounded, three of them critically, including a police officer, 26-year-old Nicholas Wilt, who just graduated from the police academy on March 31st. The shooter was killed by police. We learned later that one of the victims was a close friend of Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir. We lost four children of God today, one of whom was one of my closest friends. Tommy Elliott helped me build my law career, helped me become governor, gave me advice on being a good dad. He's one of the people <laughs> I talk to most in the world and very rarely were we talking about my job. He was an incredible friend. We also lost Juliana Farmer, Jim Tutt, Josh Barrett, each amazing people whose families grieve them, whose community will mourn and will miss them. These are irreplaceable, amazing individuals that a terrible act of violence tore from all of us. 209 people have now been killed in 146 mass shootings in 2023 alone, according to the Gun Violence Archive. Just incredible. So the Department of Justice has asked the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals to block a Texas judge's ruling that would put federal approval of the abortion pill, mifepristone on hold. Mifepristone is the most commonly used method of abortion in the country. The decision came from U.S. District Judge Matthew Kaczmarek, who was an anti-abortion activist before he was named to the bench by Donald Trump. It was his sole decision to invalidate the federal approval of that abortion pill. In addition to the president's petitioning the DOJ, another judge filed a stay. Stay tuned. Moving on to the Supreme Court. All of the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee sent a letter Monday to Chief Justice John Roberts, pressing him to investigate the many trips taken by Justice Clarence Thomas at the expense of a Republican mega donor, Harlan Crow. Since ProPublica broke that news, we've learned more about Harlan Crow, including the fact that he collects Hitler artifacts. Reportedly, his home is filled with With Nazi memorabilia, a signed copy of Mein Kampf, two of Hitler's paintings, and a garden full of statues of the 20th century's worst despots. Really sickening. But I digress. So the letter sent by the Senate Judiciary Committee Democrats to Chief Justice John Roberts, asking him to investigate this arrangement, added, quote, if the court does not resolve this issue on its own, the committee will consider legislation to resolve it. Seriously? Allowing the Supreme Court to investigate itself? Isn't that the problem in the first place? Well, the Democrats did announce that the committee would hold a hearing on the matter, quote, in the coming days. It's unclear when or who'll be called to testify, but I guess that's a start. President Biden signed a bill Monday, officially ending the national emergency for COVID-19 months before he intended for the declarations to end. One White House official downplayed the bill saying that, to be clear, ending the national emergency will not impact the planned wind down of the public health emergency on May 11th. The national emergency status enabled the government to provide many Americans with COVID-19 tests, treatments, and vaccines at no charge. That all ends. As the bill to end the national emergency cleared the Senate last month with a bipartisan 68-23 vote, and then it also passed the Republican-led House earlier this year. By the way, hundreds of deaths Each week in the United States are still attributed to COVID. The official national emergency might be over, but COVID isn't. No surprise here. Sea levels have surged more than scientists expected along the U.S. coast, in the Gulf of Mexico, and elsewhere in the southeast since 2010, exposing major cities like New Orleans, Miami, and Houston to a greater risk from climate change than previously believed. The impact of these rising seas could prove devastating as areas that have been developed recently lose the protection of those shrinking wetlands, mangroves, and dune lines. Researchers say the higher waters have already magnified damages from recent hurricanes, including 2018's Michael and Ian last year. And finally, ew, the Dalai Lama has apologized after a video emerged showing the spiritual leader kissing a young child on the lips and then asking him to, quote, suck my tongue. This happened in an event in northern India. In a statement Monday, the office for the Dalai Lama said he, quote, wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused, adding that he, quote, regrets the incident. And then added, quote, His Holiness, often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. Excuse me? That wasn't teasing, and it wasn't playful. It's child abuse. His apology came after a video of what happened in February went viral on social media. Dalai Lama meets some Catholic priests. May you all rot in hell together. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button. You've probably heard me talk about my dog Jackson. He's my baby boy.